Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. Yeah, pretty much. I had I had a finesse bite going to. I caught some on a whopper whopper uh, pre-fishing, but you know I saw a post that the best smallmouth river anglers in the country were going to be in this room, and I didn't have the fish to get in here on day one. So I thought, man, I'm just going to grab the jackhammer and go wide dick open and see what happens. There you go, man. <laughs> All right, <laughs> welcome to KBN Live, everybody. We are wow. WDO, as they say, wide dick open on a Monday night. <laughs> What's uh, up, Brian? Mr. I, Big Bass. You know, just uh, just count, counting these big $400 checks as I get them, son. That yeah. almost paid for my fuel, so I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped right now. Thanks, Bassin Magazine. Yeah, man, you're stacking the Big Bass Awards this year I, I told steve fields i was like dude i'm gonna also start in conjunction with these events like a five dollar side pot for big bass that's yeah. that's gonna be my contribution you gotta build that thing up man. that's legendary that you dropped that on stage for those that don't uh aren't familiar with that that's the new uh that's the new thing the new saying staying alive buddy staying, staying alive. alive yeah man tell us about the event you, you were there you had a huge day too made a big comeback and had big bass obviously but <sighs> how did it set up it looked like everybody was catching them well, we got there, and so last year the, the river didn't really have any water in it, to be honest with you. It was super low, I mean, just inches of water across most of the river. Uh, got there this year, and and it was elevated and stained. Like, we had some good color to the water, which I liked uh, a lot better than crystal clear. Um, I went out Thursday, man, and I put in at this this kind of little dirt dirt ramp or whatever, and I get about 100 yards from the ramp, and I look up and see tonight's guest, Jody Queen, sitting in front of me. And I'm like, whoo, boy, I found I found the right spot here. I go up about, I don't know, maybe half a mile, and I catch my first fish. Uh, it's a 27.5. And I was like, that's uh, there's some there's some nice ones in here. I'm going to get out of this area and go hop around and just hit current breaks out, like in the middle of the river. Uh, so I got out there and I busted a 19, like 18 and a half, two more 18s. I had 94.25 in about three hours. And uh, I went and saw our buddy Joe McElroy. He was fishing in the area. I went over there and talked to him for a while. And then a, a bad, bad, bad storm blew in. And uh, I got off the water. I talked to Joe's wife in the parking lot. And then aj called me and he's like hey man he's like uh what's that storm looking like he's like is everybody okay you know i got some calls that some people were stuck out you know across the river at the time everyone was okay but that was almost like aj had a premonition driving in <laughs> I, I called joe mcelroy i texted him i was like joe you you good he sends me a picture of his pfd blown up around his ears with a thumbs down because Joe normally sends me pictures with a thumbs up. So he sends me a picture with a thumbs down. He flipped his links and lost, I don't know, $2,000 worth of gear in the middle of the Susky. Uh, and, he, and he recovered after the fact. Oh, we froze up, Brian. You may have to come in and come back out. <clears throat> Got off. There we go. Now you're in. Dude, I'm telling you, this uh, this internet's on one tonight. I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give somebody a phone call. No, but did, anyway, did Joe flipped. Yeah. Fishing was great. Uh, everybody smashed it pre-fishing, uh, and then you know, tournament day rolls around. There's like 25 people doing the same float as me, <laughs> so those those obvious current breaks got pretty good. Uh, I struggled a little bit. I had a 13 and a half that I knew would bite me in the ass. It did. Uh, 
I went out Sunday, smashed them up, uh, but I, I think I was like three and a quarter inches from cutting a check. <laughs> 13 yeah. literally killed my hopes there. Yeah. That's how them smallmouth tournaments are, man. Even on the Elite Series, people get into them. It's just who gets into the consistent right ones, the 18s instead of the 16s or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like the leaderboard is stacked all the way through. Very consistent bags. If you look down the, the list at Susky, I mean, everybody was was really close to each other. Yeah, big time. Um, looks like Jody made it into the waiting room just in the nick of time. So we'll, we'll pull him in here in just a second. Of course, our, the winner of the event, back-to-back Susky winner, Jody Queen, right? He's uh, two years in a row up there. froze you up again a little bit ryan you're having you're having massive trouble over there but it's but it's all right we're gonna make it through so we're, we're gonna interview jody first tonight and then uh once once we wrap up with jody we'll uh, take a little break and bring in the uh the raffle stuff and we'll raffle off a bunch of stuff tonight you know we're giving away that old town we're giving away a bunch of other stuff that uh, ryan wrestled up so hang tight we're gonna get jody in here in just a second and uh See how, how somebody goes back-to-back back on one of the most legendary smallmouth rivers in the country. So everybody hang tight a minute. We'll be right back. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10-times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They're independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. All right. Hey, Jody, what's happening, my man? Thanks for taking the time to join us tonight. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Yeah, we, we lost Ryan there for a second, but I know he's going he's gonna to rally and get back in. So, uh, yeah, see, he dropped out there for a minute. Yeah, he'll, he'll be back. Um, how you feeling? You wore out? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, three days sleeping in my truck at the ramp and the – all the storms and stuff. I didn't get a lot. I didn't get a lot of pre-fishing, but it doesn't sound like most most people didn't get a lot of re, uh, pre-fishing up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're back-to-back champ up there, obviously. Uh, always, always near the top of the leaderboard. So, tell us a little bit about what you found and look the little bit of pre-fishing that you did have that made you feel good going into the weekend. Well, man, I got there on uh, Wednesday, and I got about two and a half hours of pre-fishing there on Wednesday. Uh, and I was fishing clear water with a spinner bait, and I mean, I, I smashed four or five decent ones there right off the bat, and I just knew that the clear water and a spinner bait was going to be the ticket. And uh, so the next day, I went back to the same spot that I fished the day previously, and got about three hours of fishing in, and a big storm rolled in and ran me off the water, but. Those fish weren't there. Uh, my pat that pattern dried up, and so going into Friday morning, I was, I had nothing, and uh, I actually did something that I never do, and that's that's float. I usually I'm a single put in guy, and uh, I fish that river, and I've told people this before: grab a section and fish it across. And the the current was just a little too much to do that, so I, I ended up floating this year i took a chance on it and I'm, I'm glad i did yeah and were you on the same sh- section as lambert i know he, he mentioned uh in the kind of the pre pre-interview here that he saw you yeah. at the ramp pre-fission 
Yeah, I mean, there at the ramp, uh, we met at the ramp, but he floated down from there. Uh, I kind of hung in that area a little bit that day, and uh, I think he did really good going down through there, too. I mean, it was, I think he did real good on pre-fishing that day. That's a good yeah, area right did. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I seen him at the ramp, but I didn't see him for the rest of the day because he, he floated down, and I kind of stayed there in that area. I got you. I've never been up there. I know it's a big river, a lot of water to fish. Uh, what yeah. makes it obviously your back-to-back champ we'll get to the weekend here in a second but what makes that place uh obviously set up so well for you if you, you've won twice up there you obviously know how to catch them what, what why do you feel so comfortable up on that river well man it's I, you know i i'm a river rat i grew up on the rivers down here in west virginia uh, the new is my my home river and uh it sets up almost exactly the same except for the it's just a little different breed of smallmouth up there. It, you know, I told somebody that they're uh, they got a Lake Erie build, and they uh, oh, what was it? They're built like Lake Erie fish, and oh, and they got river muscles. Yeah, <laughs> I think those fish. I mean, I'm telling you, man, they they're just so hard to get in. I, I caught a 15 incher that uh, the other day, and I thought it was a 19 inch fish, but the, the fish down here in the new they're they're more like torpedoes, you know, rather than, than those big broadfish like up there. But that sets up pretty much the same. Uh, the grass beds and, and the rock and, and the laydowns and, and logs on the sides of the bank. And those fish love to go shallow when they're feeding like that. And that river has an abundance of forage for those fish. I mean, there's crawdads, there's sucker chubs, there's shad there's i mean you name it that river's got it in it well uh obviously like i said it sets up like your home river so going into saturday what what you know what'd you think it was going to take to not just win it but what'd you think it was going to take to stay in contention after seeing what it was putting out in in pre-fishing well i mean yeah i mean somebody asked me that question what do you think it's going it's going to take to win this and then I immediately i told them it's going to take 182 inches uh, i think you know just the conditions of the water every time that i fish that river when the water conditions are like that it, it's usually a slam fest and so i figured there would be a lot of people i mean the top 10 had 90 inches you know i mean that's yeah. that's st Clair like you know <laughs> So yeah, it's. Uh, I figured it would take a pretty good uh, uh, amount of fish to, to win that. And you know, uh, you and Miner, uh, he had that 93 inch day. And you know, going in after day one, I told my buddy Matt Ball, who I, I was fishing with up there, I told him, I said, man, I had 91 inches today. If I if I can break 93 tomorrow, I think I've got a good chance at this. And uh, that's that's what it took. So yeah, yeah. You were, missed, you, were missed, you, you were Mr. Steady. I mean, you were uh, fifth on day one, fourth on day two, and all together, number one overall. So, you know, you, you were able to keep up that Man, 91, I, 92 inch. I pray, I pray for that consistency. I, I mean, that's what I pray for in this, in this business. Uh, I mean, if you've got that, if you can stay consistent, you're going to eventually win one. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's what I pray for. And the good Lord above just gave it to me that day and, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, and that's the the beauty and the power of two day tournaments to me. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. one day opens are fun too, but two day tournaments, 
it's, it's so much different. Like I said, you didn't, yeah. you know, if you just go by single days, you didn't actually win either single day, but that consistency won yeah. the tournament. Exactly. And I mean, you, it's a, it's a hard, it's hard to catch a check in those tournaments. I yeah. mean, you, you, you yeah. have, you have to be able to dial them in. Uh, I've fished that river a lot in the last five years and, and I've learned a lot about it and that helped me going into that. I didn't go into that these last two years without some knowledge of that area and how that river fished. So, yeah, Steve, Phil, you know, Steve Fields in the comments. Uh, 1,259 fish yeah. turned in, so a lot of fish were caught. Wow. Man, yeah. I know I caught five limits each day. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I talked to Ryan after after day one, and he was struggling to get rid of some small ones, but he was floating with, with Ewing, young Edwin. And he saw Edwin yeah. throwing back 18s because he didn't need them and was just making Ryan sick. <laughs> I know, man. It's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, my first two fish on, on day two in the morning, uh, they got off. And I, one of them I know was a 19. I had him all the way to the boat. And then the other one I know was a 20. I just couldn't do anything with it. And it just it got down in some brush and just wouldn't come out. Uh, that river, just it just it gave it up this time, man. You know, and yeah. it does good. I mean, yeah. last year I know that the the, uh, the size, uh, the amounts was a lot smaller, uh, but not all that much smaller. I mean, it, it took 88 inches, I think, both days or 188 or yeah, 188 inches, I think. Yeah, from but listening to people last year, it sounded like yeah, it sounded like people were just kind of new to the area and frustrated with how low it was. I guess it was a lot lower last year and had a hard time navigating. So, man, anytime you get that mud in that river it's that's where those big ones like to hang out i mean i you know you got to go got to go get in that muddy water that thing water you know the storms the recent storms we had up there it muddied up half the river there's some clear pretty clear streams that went running on one side of the river and it kept it clear down the west side but about a third third of the way across it started getting color and those fish were just they were pulling up shallow on grass beds it was it was very predictable where they, where they where they were going to be. That's awesome. Hey, look at there! All right, Ryan's back. We're going to wrap this up, y'all. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're, we're... <laughs> you got jokes, Jeff. You hey, buddy. Joke. What an adventure we're on here, boys. Yeah. Sound, you sound clear and look good. Yeah. You're good to go, man. All right. Well, at least I look yeah. good. Did you switch over to the five G? What'd you do? Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's my laptop or what. I restarted my router, and then the messages wouldn't open for me to click the link, so I just got on my phone. So here we are. Okay. Thanks, Verizon. Yeah, here we are. We're rolling. I well, Jody, yeah, Jody was just breaking down the conditions up there and kind of what he found in practice. We, I was about to ask him about day one and, and uh, you know, just kind of go through day one for us. So, you know, how to start for you, and you can give up the juice if you want to. I mean, they may go back to the Susky next year. You might not want to tell them too much. Oh no, man! I have no problem giving up the juice, man. That's that's one thing that I don't mind doing. I, you know, this is—I don't know if you can see this or not. This is a bluegill. This is what I was using. Uh, it's a bluegill with a. It's a kind of it's called it's a golden boy. Yeah, okay. it's called a gold a golden boy. Uh, it's put out by Z Man. You see, it's black and gold minnows and, okay yeah yeah it's the minnows and the reason why i like the minnows are a little bit shorter than like the diesel minnows and stuff and they got that thumping tail for that that murky water 
and they work really well in that colored water and the, the the black of course and then you got the gold and the gold blade now this is what i you know day one uh i was throwing i was throwing that on a uh I, was, I wasn't using that trailer. I was a, uh, a red bone at Minnows, and uh, it did pretty good, but it just seemed like the bite was a lot harder. And day two, I, I changed that trailer out, man, and it was it worked really good. But I'm going to tell you, there was one chatterbait that was working. It blew the other chatterbaits out of the water. It was like crazy, blew it out of the water, and I lost it uh, on day two more on day two in the morning and uh it was the it was the gold shiner the golden shiner with uh with that that trailer on it it was just they were smashing it i mean smashing crazy. it and uh, I know. but i had I that mean, one most, thank most you. of the top 10 were, were chatterbaits but most everybody was, was yeah. jackhammer and like, jack all hammer, the interviews. Yeah. well and 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 everybody i think everybody was fishing that that muddy water wasn't they yeah, pretty much. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So I mean, that's 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 the environment where those jackhammers shine. You know, you got some stain in the water, uh, smallmouth and moving water. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's. I mean, it's set. It's set up good. Every time I fish that river, when the water conditions are like that, it's it shows out. Still on the bucket list for me. Never been up there, but one of these days. I'm oh, man, that if, I could, if I could fish one place, if I could for the rest of my life. I mean, if I just had to pick and they said, you can only choose one body of water that you've ever been on, what would it be? It would be the Susky. I mean, really? that bite, it, it, Jeff, I'm not kidding, man. Like those fish, I've never, ever, I mean, even striper fishing, I've never felt a fish hit that hard. I mean, they just... They smoke it, and you don't know if you've got a 15-inch fish or a 21-inch fish on the other end of the line. All of them fight just as hard. Uh, yeah, I, th I didn't know if that was just more Harshman hype or what, so no, it's real. No, that's one thing well, man, Harshman has if, told the truth about. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome up there. It is. I told Jody yeah, after, it after sideways. we did the meeting, man. I said, if you win this one every year, I will drive back up here every freaking year and hand you my money. I don't care. This is it right here. It's the truth. Yeah. If they get turned sideways and get downstream from you, you might as well just let them pull you downstream because I tell you, you're, you're not going to pull a 19-incher back up if it gets turned sideways downstream. He'll pull the hooks out. He'll straighten your hooks out. He'll jump four feet in the air. I mean, I, I've got some on tape that were just, they, they came up, I mean, they were jumping four feet and go down and then come up. I mean, it's crazy. The build of those fish is just different than, than anywhere else that I fished. You and know? talk about, talk about the environment. So for the people that, you know, haven't seen the pictures or whatever, kind of how that river sets up, it's not just hooking the fish. It's not just figuring out, you know, what they're biting that day. You've got a thousand obstacles, you have current, you have everything in the water is waiting to flip you over like just just hooking the fish is yeah. not the hard part at all there's so much yeah. that can go wrong yeah there. yeah you gotta is be wary when, when the flow's like that is that what happened old joe in the in the practice did he get hunt was he fishing like did he have one on and, and have that accident no, or he, he get it sideways he was, on, a, on a deal he was crossing in that storm and i mean there was so much current if you look at the river it didn't look like it was moving that fast mm -hmm. 
But once you yeah, got out there, I mean, you were having to pedal pretty hard just to maintain position. Yeah. So what happened, he was crossing the river, you know, uh, horizontally coming back to the ramp and washed down on a big boulder and just dumped it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, man, that muddy water, you don't see those boulders, man. And that can be just that far below the surface. And, and I mean, you can be up against them. Your drive can get hung on them. And, you know, I mean, it, it lock can go wrong quick. And when that river's down, I mean, I've seen that river at historic lows and been in there with a whopper plopper and absolutely just tore them all to pieces. And you can wade every bit of it. I mean, it's so docile and, and very fisherman friendly. But, man, when it gets up a foot or two, it's it, it can dump you quick. It was worth the it's risk. Deceiving. I don't care. I don't care what I lost. That was. Yeah. Hey, that I agree. Night, gosh, I agree. man, that was insane. Yeah. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir, man. Is there a slot limit on the Susky? I saw. Yep, there you go. You threw it up, Jeff. Great yeah. minds, buddy. Great minds. I was reading it. I was reading your eyes. <laughs> Do you know, Jody? Is there a slot limit on smallmouth on Susky? Man, I'm not sure. I, you know, for a long time, I thought it was catch and release. Yeah, this this guy in the comments, Mike Reinhold, said that stretch is no harvest, catch and release only. Yeah. Well, that explains why there's so many giant donkey yeah. smallmouth. I mean, listen, they had that river shut down, man. You you couldn't go smallmouth fishing until like June the first for years. Really? And there was like no. Canadian yeah, rules? you could not. No, you could not target those fish, and they all those had great years, you know, uh, of spawning years, and and it just built up. And I mean, even now, <clears throat> even the way it showed out this time, five six years ago. It was better than that. I mean, you were going in there and you you catch nineteens and twenties, you know, and uh, like we did the other day. But yeah, it's, it's changing. <laughs> You'd go in there and catch nineteens and twenties. Well, hell, I mean, I did the last two days, but talk about the rest of you. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I mean, I mean, never mind. You had me wrong. It's okay. It's okay. You deserve I it. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh man i meant we all did yeah, yeah. I, know, I know what you mean i know what you mean i see you. <laughs> oh, don't you man. put words what in my mouth thing. don't make me come ah, over come on now <laughs> you're invited anytime buddy don't worry <laughs> so, so i want to hear about day two jody you know edwin got out yeah. to a lead on day two and you said you lost the juice you lost your chatterbait so what'd you adjust what'd you what adjustment did you make to be able to reel yeah. him in like you did yeah, I, that's when I made the adjustment to that uh, get gold bladed. I started using a in the morning time when it's a little bit darker. I use I like to use solid colors with a solid black blade on them. Um, they seem to just you know they can see it better and they sense it better. So I, I was started out with a, a a green pumpkin chatterbait with a uh, the deal uh, trailer and a, and a diesel minnow, and uh, and I. You know, I, I did pretty good. Uh, I mean, starting out, I missed a couple big fish, caught a 17 right off the bat, and uh, I was catching fish, you know, all morning. Even in the clear water, I was catching them. And then I got a couple hits there. They started getting where they were. I was barely hooking them, and they were grabbing the tail a little bit, and uh, I wasn't catching as many. And once the sun got up, I just I switched. I put that gold blade on there where they could see it good, and I put that – that black trailer on there and, and it's, it, it seemed to do the trick immediately i started catching fish and they were getting down in them so i know they were 
they were uh, committing a lot harder to that color. Uh, anytime you get those chatterbaits, man, they can be finicky. Anytime you get those little short strikes, change the color. I mean, just go ahead and change the color. You know, try to stay within the hatch colors if you can. But just, you know, try to mix it up a little bit because just a little adjustment to those, that particular bait can mean a lot. Yeah. So Dylan, Dylan Lowry, uh, young baby deal that stayed with us. Uh, Dylan got on pretty good on day one. He had like 88 inches, and, and Dylan is working hard to punch his ticket yeah. to the TOC. You follow one of his favorite lakes, and he, he was throwing the gold shiner, and he was telling us about it. And, and one of the funniest lines of the weekend, we're all sitting in the garage, and, and Edwin is staying with us. And we're, we're all talking, you know, well, what, what are you getting bid on? What are you getting bid on? And Edwin says, all I throw is white. White spinnerbaits, white jackhammers. Because, I mean, you know, what color is a shad? And we all just fell out on the floor. Like, how many white shads you see me running around? <laughs> but, I mean, hey, you can't argue with the kid. He went out there yeah. and busted them on, on, a, on a white white jackhammer. And I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. I definitely tied on a white jackhammer on day, on day two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I usually went for a little while myself, man. Guilty, but I, I'll tell you what. I it was works. catching the. I'll, I'll go back a few tournaments here. Uh, a few years ago, I was in a tournament. I think it's a national championship, and all that water stained down there, and we had some rain on one of the lakes down there, and it was pretty muddy. And I was throwing a, a jerk bait, and hammering, and a buddy of mine come up and said, "Man, how are you catching those fish on a jerk bait in muddy water?" Uh, if you think about it, those fish know what shad look like in muddy yeah. water. Yeah, they yeah, know what they sure. look like, you know. And everybody says, well, it's a clear water bait. Well, a lot of times it is, but that don't mean you can't catch them in muddy water on it because they know I what mean, it looks I, like. I, for me, I like throwing, like, white and chartreuse or that beehive delight, yeah, yeah. that green pumpkin with chartreuse. That's what I pre-fish with, and that's what I fish day one with. But I wasn't getting the size that I wanted, so I had to. I had to yeah. try something. So <laughs> you got to adjust yeah. a little bit. Yeah. There you did. You made your adjustment. Yep. That's what you do, it man. Is, if, you're, if it's not, if you're not satisfied with it, then because we all know what other people they they were catching them. Everybody's catching them. If you're catching them a smaller. You got to make an adjustment. Don't be yep. afraid to make that adjustment, yep. dude. You did right. It was fun watching. You know, I mean, I love watching Edwin do well. I do. I really do. Uh, you yeah. know, he's young, and, and Jody, you and I were talking earlier. Uh, that's the future of the sport. These, these Jackson, Edwin, these young, these young guys that are just, I mean, just blessed with, with natural God-given talent that a lot of us have to work a whole lot harder yeah. for. That's the future of the sport. Those are the names that you're going to see, yep. you know, on, on boxes and, and, you know, sponsorships and, and making a living doing this stuff. Now, what we're doing, I'm not saying what we're doing is not, you know, paving the groundwork, but those are the guys that are going to benefit from from what we've done yeah. the last decade yeah. in this. And, and seeing him do well Absolutely. is awesome. But seeing your name within striking distance, I was on him all day. I said, you better call up because Jody, I, I promise you, I said, if he's within three inches of you in the last hour, he's going he's gonna to get you. He will. <laughs> I knew it. And sure enough, watching you creep up and creep up, yeah. I did that little video interview with him and posted it on KBN, and it wasn't 45 minutes later. Bam. Got him. And I was like, whoop, there it went. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't getting it back now. You ain't getting it back. It's like you just sat there and you're like, well, I think I got yeah. a 19 over here. I'm going to run and catch it real quick and go ahead and close this out. 
<laughs> hey man, did you notice up there fishing? There's certain times of that of it, both days that those fish would get up on the tips of those grass beds in the push water. Yep. I had that my, one of the big things that I did both days they in this one area they were they had moved up at the same time both days within a half hour of each other. And so I made sure I was in an area with a lot of those grass beds when that time of the day came around. And I think that made the difference because I, I pulled a 19 and a half and, and an 18 out of, out of that, those areas. So I had him hauled around, messing around, trying to fish my current break stuff all day long. And, yeah. you know, I got down to this, to the big shoals there at uh, Liverpool, the big set of shoals. Yeah. I, I like that area. I like the current. There's a lot of oxygenated water. I'm messing yeah, that's around. That's a great I'm area. And Edwin's sitting down there at the bottom, and he kind of, you know, he kind of flashes me off, gives me the old bright lights, and he's like, hey, I'm going to fish this area here, you know, pretty much for the rest of the day. And I'm like, you know, if, you, if you're fishing for the wind, I don't care. You say people don't own water. If you're fishing for the wind, in my opinion, yeah. you got whatever yeah. water in mind you want. You go ahead and, and knock it out. So I was like, man, I'm going to just go mess around and try to find some stuff that maybe people have overlooked. And I found some of those grass yeah. beds way over on the other side of the river, and every yes. one of them had an 18-inch yes. plus fish on it. Yes, those those that area right there, uh, and below Liverpool, from there to the, the ferry grounds, mm -hmm. uh, the campsites there. That area right there, I I know it seems like it gets hit a lot in there, and there's a lot of pressure in there, but that area holds a lot of fish, and it's one of my favorite places to fish up there when the water gets like it was. And those grass beds, when that water gets up in those grass beds in that area, it is a hot area. And a lot of people overlook that. They sure I'll, tell you, on a, the other side. I'll tell you a story. Uh, four years ago, I was up there, and I was standing in one spot. I caught nine fish over 18 inches without ever moving. And I caught them all in an area that was as big as this living room I'm sitting in. And, it, yes. I mean, yeah. And a couple of them were in the 19-inch range. It stayed in one spot. That area holds a lot of fish, and sometimes they bunch up in there, man. And I'm telling you, if you hit one of those spots, you can get right fast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do believe that. I, I wish I would have hit it on day one <laughs> instead of, instead of <laughs> I skipped right by it, too. I looked over there and thought, yeah. nah, there ain't nothing over there. Oop, kept on trucking to the next set of shoals. Yeah, it's amazing. You, cover a lot of territory on that it's a huge river man and you can cover a lot of territory you're, you're going to turn something up somewhere on it there's just too much too much area you know for, for the i, I know steve, steve fields is in the comments he's watching right now yeah. please don't ever hey, take the bos off that river please i don't care what you make it make, man. it, make it the toc i don't care yeah Ooh, exactly I, yeah 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 if we if we can keep the the series going back there uh, I'll be happy for the rest of my life. And mean, wasn't I'll, it? I'll, 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 didn't it make the schedule because of a scratch last year somewhere else? Wasn't that no, the deal? Uh, it made the schedule because everybody wanted to be on that river. I mean, i have been talking to AJ. He'd asked me uh, a few years ago, if you could get a, a good river tournament, where would you want it to be on? And I, I said, man, if you can get one on the Susky. And he worked his tail off to try to wasn't get that. It, I thought there was like some COVID deal where there was another tournament scheduled up on the big water. And then a month ahead of time, they canceled it and moved it to the Susquehanna and made it all work out. Something wasn't their story like that. Or am I, am I all wrong on that? I, I, I don't know. Was it, was there, I can't remember. Was it eerie or something? I do remember something being COVID related 
uh, that we had to push one because they wouldn't allow any kind right. of, of group activities yeah. or something like that. Uh, Steve can actually probably chime in on that. And I have already started uh, a fire here by mentioning TOC and Susky in the same story. Everybody's I figured that was going to light, light up the, the computer there. Well, that's what I'm good at, Jody. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Are, said, I, I hear that. <laughs> you guys think there'll be some staples? I mean, it seems like Seminole's been the kickoff event every year. Everybody's begging for the Husky to stay on. You think there'll be a few yeah. that just stay on, kind of like uh, the big, big I, I pro tours? I would seeing a semi-set schedule, and it would be cool if you knew, like if they would delineate, like this is this is one of our go-to events. We're going to rotate this one every year. I wouldn't mind seeing that Seminole event move around some. Uh, I think you have to keep it in the deep south, Florida or Texas. Yes. Uh, just because of weather. I, but I, I wouldn't mind it move a little farther south. I would love to do a, a, an opening BOS on Kissimmee or Harris or, you know, somewhere down in there. It wouldn't I bother agree. me a bit. I, I think that would be some big fish caught down there that time of year. Yeah. If you catch That's them early, great time of year those Florida too. fish just getting ready to spawn, I think that would be uh, be a good one. And frankly, that I didn't think I called an eleven-two during during the, uh, right before the ten down there. Eleven-two, dude. There, there were people catching big fish everywhere. Had several eight-pounders. Yeah. It was. I know was, what's going to happen. Right. We're going to talk all this, and we're going to talk about Central and South Florida, and we're going to get yeah. one of those cold fronts where it's thirty-four degrees, and then Florida <laughs> largemouth. They just go home. I don't know where they go. They just leave. They don't care nothing about it. Dude, it was in the 30s the first day of the 10, the first morning of the 10 this year. It was in the 30s. And the wind wow. was blowing, and it, oh, it was crazy. But, you know, that's been that's, every Florida that's tournament I've ever fished. Every one of them early yeah, has been. Yeah, I know. It just seems like that's the way it, it falls, man. Pre-fishing, beautiful, uh, then an open day. And, yep. Remember when we went down to Beanville for the, the first KBF one? And I mean, it liked to froze to death. Now the first ten, wasn't it? Wasn't that the first ten? Yes, I had ice freezing on my line, and in my it was a seventeen degree windshield factor. I seventeen had degrees. Shorts and yeah. a performance shirt. That's all I brought with me. I was like, "What in the world have I done here? <laughs> Where am I?" Yeah. 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 That was yep. crazy, man. That was crazy. At least the gators yeah. were froze up to the banks. <laughs> yeah, that was the only good thing. You didn't have to worry about the gators yeah. coming up begging for crackers. Yeah, That's we got it. some some comments coming in. Bob Baylor said something about lacrosse. It seems to be one of those recurring events too up north. Uh, somebody I else said, I think that community loves the kayak scene yeah. so much that keeps these tournaments mm -hmm. coming back up there. Yeah, Greg said keep the Susky because it's the only one the Southerners travel to. So keep it keep it going. <laughs> well, that's because those big smallmouth man, a Southern boy will drive yeah. for a big old smallmouth. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, cool, the cool thing about that river, I guess, is that you don't you're not as worried about uh, you know you go to St. Clair or Erie or whatever, and the if the wind gets up or whatever, it can blow you straight off the lake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get some big. You'll stay dangerous without wind. You don't even need the wind. It's just dangerous all the time. So yeah. take it. Yeah. I tell you what, I've seen the Susky with, you know, when the wind blowing it straight up against the current, I've seen it get dangerous out there in those big wide areas, dude. It can get rough because all those little humps and stuff, they become big humps. I mean, it can, it can flip you out. I, I encourage everybody that, that is not familiar with this area or this tournament, go to the Hobie webpage, go to the Hobie events and, and click on Susquehanna and click photos. 
Steve Fields is out there on a camera boat all day long. I, you have to get a, an appreciation for number one, the size of this river, but how beautiful it is. There's these huge boulders and rock formations, and it's just a big, wide, flat river that curves like downhill through the mountains. I mean, it's it's it is awesome. It is. Yeah, it averages three quarters of a mile wide, and there's some spots that reach a mile wide. Yeah, it's it's a huge, beautiful river, man. Love it. Yeah. You guys hear and see me okay? There was some sort of stream yard hiccup there for a second. Uh, you oh, no, you man, froze I... for a second, but you're good. I like it. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It can't... Yep, there he goes again. Thunderstorm yep. warning, but we're all right. Moving on. Yes, yeah, so Brad Oswalt said spotted cow is what keeps everyone coming back. That's why we got to get Ryan to go up to Lacrosse for some of that spotted cow. Uh, buddy, my home office for GE is in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. I have drank my weight in spotted cow. Okay, never mind. Don't you know worry. that. I should I know better than that. <laughs> Don't worry. I got that down. I got you. <laughs> What's next on your list, Jody Queen? You have, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to say that you haven't been after it this year by any means, but you just punched your ticket yeah. to the TOC, you know? And I know, this man. Is, this is your best finish. What, what's what's it next on the list? You're going to make a run at AOY? What are you trying to get into? Yeah, I mean, if it happens, it happens. I mean, uh, I've got two more terms with the, with the Hobie. Uh, series that uh, I can I can come up a little bit. This one brought me up quite a bit, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely going to lacrosse, and, I, and I'll be at Pickwick also. But uh, my next tournament's going to be with the KBF down on the or uh, that. Oh, Kentucky Lake. Kentucky Lake. I don't even know where I'm at half the time, man. You, you expect me to consult my schedule up here? Let, let me. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I should have sent you a, uh, a predetermined list of questions. Let <laughs> yeah. you do your homework on it first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let us uh, know. Uh, as soon as I learn to read, I'll do that. No, it's going <laughs> to be Kentucky Lake. As many pairs of glasses as you've got, you better be able to read. Yeah, I've got four pair out the cleaners right now. They're, I'd have more on. I thought about putting about five or six pair on my face when I come on, man. How, how do we? I how do we not that. have a? How do we not have a signature series Jody Queen glasses line yet? That doesn't make any sense. Everybody's been talking yeah, about boats and everything else. We need some glasses. Come on, Shady Rays. Come on, Shady Rays. Get some. Get your act together, man. <laughs> we got somebody to talk to about that, Ryan. We got somebody to talk to about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll handle that. Don't worry. We'll get you some. Yeah. That's hey, awesome. Kentucky Lake, man. Sunglasses. It's going to be hot down there, man. And Pickwick and the Hobie's going to be hot. You know that. You think it's going to be a shallow bite? I know. I know. Traditionally, you've you've caught fish uh, in the heat in those creek, you know, feeder creeks and and whatnot yeah. with that cooler water coming in. Do you think there at Kentucky Lake at this time? Do you think that there's going to be any sort of ledge factor involved? There should be. I mean, if you were asking me four years ago, I would have said you yeah. better believe it. It's going For to be sure. one out there. And then I've mm-hmm. seen the last couple of years, man, I've seen that bike go down so much, and I I don't know. I mean, it's anybody's guess, but, you know, I, if you ask me, I, the sensible answer would be yes. Oh. You know, but, I, I'm not, but I'm not sure anymore. Because <laughs> it's, it's the ledge bite. I'm excited to see how it turns out. I want I, – I love fishing up there. I love the lake. I love the yeah, communities. Yeah, I do. Like, you know, yeah. I want to see – I want to see it make a comeback. 
it's three hours from my house. It's on the Tennessee River. There's not one reason right. in the world I shouldn't love that lake. But that bite exactly. fell off so bad. I'm telling you, I was miserable. The last two tournaments yeah. up there, I was just, you know, angry. I didn't, I, know, I did not enjoy fishing it at all. <laughs> I, I know, I know. It was. I was up there pre-fishing. It was 94 degrees. The heat index was 106. And I mean, all I wanted to do was get out of the boat and lay in the water. You know, I mean, when it gets like that, it's it's rough, man. Better get that morning bite and get it done quick. I'm hoping we get a cold front for Pickwick. Jeff Jeff is coming down for Pickwick. I'm hoping we get a, a cold front. And it it makes things at least comfortable. You know, I'm I'm good until yeah. about 10:30. You can get you can get hot after 10:30, but give me till 10:30 to have a good time. Th that's yeah. the fun that's part about the cross going up there in the August. In the evenings, it'd be 50, 60 degrees, depending, <laughs> depending on. Yeah, man, it's nice and cool. I, I know, right? Hey, one, one of the big things in the end of August, end of this month, twenty eighth, I think. Twenty eighth. All right. <laughs> so uh, wheels are turning. The thing I like about the cross, and when you say it in up there, there's like fourteen different kinds of grass. I mean, have you ever noticed that? I mean, it's just they're all different. It's all different up there, and you can go from from the largemouth to the smallmouth in a short paddle. I mean, according to where you're fishing, I mean, it's, that place has got it all, man. I, I love lacrosse and I, I'm, I'm with whoever said, let's keep that one too. I mean, yeah. I mean, every, know, I've never done there, it's great turnout. Yeah. I've never done great in a tournament up there. I've done okay, but I love going up there every time. I've but been up there a couple it. times and I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. I love going up there. Yep. It's a cool place. Cool town. Another one of those, and good, seem, and it's a river. Yeah, and they seem to embrace us as kayak anglers up there too. They like us up there. Yeah, yeah, well, it's big up there, man. You got bending branches right there. I think we're finding more and more communities that that are really taking a notice to the impact these kayak tournaments have coming in. Yeah, you know, we, me, me, and and Charles went out. Uh, we went out just to some random. Just I found, of course, I did found some random like Joe's bar and grill out there yeah. and we came in and we kept that poor old man there until 10 or 10 30 and he used to work on the railroad down in Tennessee and we sat and told stories for probably four hours and I mean yeah. and he said listen he said anytime you want to come back you write my number down he said I'll stay open as long as you want to and you can have as many people as you want to come in yeah and a lot They're of those places on the Susky They've been shut down. A lot of restaurants yep. have straight up yep. closed because of COVID. Yep. And he said, I don't yep. have the business or I would have been open later tonight because I had 12 more people yep. coming to meet us and he had already turned the yep. grill off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. stuff like that, you know, we can make a difference in this and think about that as traveling anglers. You know, I hate to, to sound cheesy, but you are an ambassador for the sport. The way that you conduct you yourself are. and the the places that you go into these businesses and restaurants and hotels, you know, think about that uh, stuff because that's what affects is, the communities putting the money up to host these tournaments. I mean, it is a, we, it we is a direct, it is a direct reflection on the sport, how you carry yourself when you're out there. And not just that, Ryan, we, we have a responsibility to do that. I mean, yep. you're, you're a, a, a TOC grand champion, dude. Uh, you know, people follow you. Uh, people follow the, the young guys in the sport, the Jackson Orrs, the Cody Miltons, the Russ Snyders. I mean, those guys, they, they they draw a lot of interest. And so how they carry themselves, and they all carry themselves well, uh, 
is a direct reflection on where we want this sport to go. So, yeah, I think we have a responsibility to do that. I like it. I like it. For sure. I'm sitting here thinking I'm on this show here with two TOC Grand Champions. All I, all I can claim is I Man, once fished I, I once I once fished nearby Jody Queen. That's all I can claim. <laughs> I, I haven't had too many bad days when I've pulled up to a ramp that Jody Queen sit there. I'll go ahead and tell you that. I don't know if it's just if he brings the fish um, with him or if they just smell him in the water. I don't know. I can't think of a bad time that I've had when Jody Queen was at my ramp. <laughs> You, you're finding all my honey hoes, ain't you? Uh, <laughs> it's all right, man. Glad to have you. Fish next to me. Hey, I'm going to put this out here, Steve Fields. Run this back to Hobie. We need to do a Grand Champions little episode up there on the Susky. Oh. Turn us loose. Throw some cameras out. Let's get that done. Made made for TV right there. Let's do it. Shoot jail. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, any more questions for Jody before we get him out of here? I know that people are anxiously waiting for the uh, big giveaways we're going to do tonight. Jody, you're welcome to stick around as we do that if you'd like. It's going to be fun. Sure will. Yep. I like it. And I saw Russell Johnson in the comments. Russell's a huge advocate for the Susky. Obviously, he loves, yes. loves the river. Russell, I met him. It's been a few years ago at the Classic. I recognize him, obviously, from social media, all the stuff he does. Uh, I yeah. think it was Los Buzos, that giant rooster fish he caught, was the first time I was like, whoa. Look. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then I noticed his name at the national championships and, and got to, you know, I wanted to go meet him. Like, you, you know, you see these these anglers Dude. from across the country that you don't yep. get a chance to, to fish next to a lot. And I saw him at the Classic. He was working a booth, and I had to go introduce myself, and I'm so glad that I did. Russell is one of the – most genuine giving people that I know, and and Russell, you know, Russell is a you, Russell. fine. I love it every time I see you. Yep, Russell is a fine human being, dude. He's one of my my favorites in this sport, man. He's just a great guy, sensible guy. I mean, he's a great family man, and I love his kids, man. <laughs> I I drew a picture <laughs> of his daughter for him one uh, a couple years ago, and my, when she's I'm not so doing this, I'm a, I'm an artist. Man, she she's is so beautiful. She didn't beautiful. get nothing from Russell. She got that's what I told Russell. him. I told him that. I told him the same thing. I said, Dag on, dude. Is, is there a milk man in the family or what? Dude? Oh boy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jody with I the heat it. tonight. I love it. <laughs> He's subtle about it though. Real subtle. Man. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect comedic timing, Jody. Oh, all right. All right. I'm, I'm you ready to get into it? Let's get let's get into this. Let's give some stuff away. I loaded right. one thousand and sixteen names into the wheel of fame and fortune right here. Uh, some of the some of the Tourney X nicknames. Yeah, there were some. I mean, what do you think about that, Ryan? I mean, I know you, you had to manage the what was the largest online tournament ever, but I mean, what an impact you had by putting this together and, and the community had as a whole. I'm still managing it, and just so yeah. everybody knows, I just got back from the Susky about four hours ago. I'm going to start shipping out prizes to the winners uh, this week. Uh, I have, you know, all all kinds of stuff. Hold on, I'm not I'm not leaving. Don't worry, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disappear again. But we have we have the the kayak bass nation JT's champion belt uh, here that we're giving away. It also has uh, Ike and Jordan Lee's logos as well as Old Town, and then Jason, who was kind enough to uh, he actually donated the belt for this uh, this tournament. So uh, thank you, Jason Willis, for that. But 
all that stuff's going to be shipping out. I have this list of names that we that we got over. Um, I'm going to be assigning, basically assigning prizes as far down the list as we can go. I have boxes piled in my living room <laughs> of prizes, so I'll be shipping those out this week. Thank you for everybody that participated, and everybody that signed up is entered in this random drawing that we're about to get into. Yeah, and and I looked at the the standings, and it was like I think a hundred people went over a hundred inches or something like that. Oh yeah, it was, it was crazy, a... crazy. What was a hundred and twenty one and a half or a hundred twenty one and a quarter that took it, and that was a last day call. Right. The guy had two twenty fives. 225s in a month, not in his life, in a month. <laughs> not in his life, a month. Yeah, I'm going to throw it on the screen real quick. It's crazy. Yeah, there it there is right go. there. And everybody thought Derek Miller had it in the bag with all those 24, you know, five I 24s. I had it in the bag. I had five it, 24s. I have two amazing from from two of, you know, two of the, the – pros that really stepped up immediately the you know these guys are the top of professional fishing they're like hey i want in on this what can i do so i was like hey buddy you know you want to i got a, a Ike piece of gear or a jordan lee piece of gear i was thinking it was over with <laughs> and then he messaged me while we were at the susky and he's like hey man you check the leaderboard and i was like uh why would i check the leaderboard what are you talking talking about and he's like he just called and beat me i was like oh my gosh yeah jason denise you are the man well done sir killed it freaking killed it i i want to know jason if you're watching if you're in the comments were you sandbagging that were were you just kind of waiting until the until the lights were going down to throw that one up let us know yeah awesome Well, Ryan, you you say what we're going to do first on the raffle. I know we got a few things to give away, and I'll I'll hit the magic button, and we'll we'll see what happens. Some of you guys on Tourney X had nicknames, by the way. So if your nickname comes up, you better know what it is because these are all from Tourney X. Well, I'll I'll write it down anyway. We'll, we'll right. figure something out. Uh, Dan Byrie custom knife. Let's go ahead and, and roll the roll the dice on that one. Spin the wheel. Oh, it's got noise. A picture of Vanna White over here. I know Henry Vegian. Vegan. Oh, we know, what? we know that guy. We know the veg. The veg. Hank. Round of applause. Way to go, Hank. I like that, Ryan. Come on down. I won't have any trouble tracking him down. So this next one, this this would be a great kind of weekend getaway for for you and the spouse or you and the kids. Uh, my buddy Daniel Lyons, aka Pro Neighbor donated a weekend stay at his Airbnb Lake Haven on Chick. Um, and we will take you fishing. You, we can do a bass boat trip. We can do a kayak trip, whatever you want to do. Uh, but we're, we're going to go ahead and raffle that one off. So spin it, Jeff. And I will say this trip is giftable. Like if you're from California and you know good and well, you're never coming to Chickamauga. You, I don't mind at all, and I'm sure Daniel doesn't either. If you want to pass, hey, Jeff Mellencamp from the Midwest over here. All right, come fish chick with us, Jeff. The next one is a 30 amp hour X2 battery. All right. The suspense is killing me, Jeff. I, I, don't I know. Let me tell you. This thing's pretty cool. Ryan Herzog from Texas. I think he's from, isn't he from Texas? South Texas? Yep. 
Is this the same thing, Steve, if you're in the comments, is this the same thing that they used to raffle off that Outback that changed on Shane Williams at the last <laughs> second after it stopped on his name? Because that's one of the funniest moments of the TOC. He was watching that thing stop on Shane. It was like, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> one more down. That's awesome. All right. This one is, this one's awesome. Uh, uh, Hummingbird, Helix 7, Fish Finder. Ooh. I need to be humming the uh, Jeopardy tune or something. I know. We should. We, it's okay. We'll, we'll do better. We'll do better next time. We'll get the music queued up. Marcus Ayers, you're the winner. Sorry, I'm blind. I need some of Jody's glasses. All right. And I've been talking about Steve Fields all night. Uh, power pole and spike from Mr. Steve Fields. Thank you, Steve and Hobie. We appreciate it. It's a sweet prize. Matt Campbell. Nice. Matt. Good job, Matt. I'm trying to see those tiny names on the wheel, but I can't see them as they spin. <laughs> Let me know if you can pull that off. We need to talk. Yeah. All right, and another Matt, Matt Ball, who I think Jody Queen knows, um, he got us hooked up with this Orion cooler to give away. Another good dude right there, man. That is a good man. If you don't, if I don't get a Matt Ball hug in a tournament, I don't even want to go. <laughs> you know, know, I'm to right. that point. Like, if you don't yeah. hug me, I'm like, what did I do? Are you mad at me? What's become my staple my, in life. Michael yeah. Bray, Ryan. Young Callie, young Callie in the house. And I, I want to thank, I want to thank Mr. Bray because he was instrumental in hooking, in hooking up some of this stuff. The Ryan Cook deal, uh, you know, he, he lined that up. He good kid, good kid out there. All right. I don't know what order we should do this in. Uh, I just got this in the mail today, so we won't save it for last because it took, it took this guy a minute to get it to me. Uh, I have in my possession uh, this this uh, this this little jersey here, right? All right, little little autograph nice. Jordan Lee. Oh yeah, man! Classic champ. Uh, you know the the young goat himself said, donated us a jersey. I, I hope you're super skinny if you plan on wearing this because it is tiny. <laughs> So, Edwin, <laughs> Edwin can get it. Edwin could listen. Oh, anyway, spin the wheel back on the story. <laughs> so we're sitting there at dinner, and I take a take a picture of Edwin and post it to some friends. And Lee Rose Coza says, "That's my shirt he's wearing." Edwin was sitting at the table with us wearing Lee Rose Coza's tiny little T-shirt. <laughs> little Edwin. Long. So Kyle Misk Emmons is gonna wear. Uh... Jordan Lee's tiny little shirt. So here we go. Uh, Kyle, you're probably going to have to message me because I'm going to butcher this. Put it in a frame. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Motor Guide XI3 Kayak Trolling. That's big. Some big stuff here. George Wheeler. George Wheeler. 
Do they have a time frame to claim their prize or it goes on to somebody else? Uh, no, I'm just going to keep them if they don't claim it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for participating. <laughs> you can find this on Ryan Lambert's eBay page if you're if you're looking for the prize. Hey, uh, Ryan, did you see this comment from uh, Miss Silla Johnson? This is oh. awesome. You even wore my son's smile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so That's I brutal. love Edwin to death, man. Edwin is yeah. one of, not one of, he is the most confident person I've ever met in my life. The, I mean, he thinks every tournament before it even starts, before he even pre-fishes, he's going to win it. In his mind, he has already won the tournament, like just by getting there. Uh, yeah. he, he He's a tiny little dude, super confident. We're going to get it. We're going to get him some stage presence. Uh, develop his personality a little bit, maybe teach him some rhymes or something to do on the microphone up there. But I got to meet his dad. Uh, his mom and dad came to watch him lunch for day two on the Susky. Uh, they were his brother fished a pro tournament because apparently their entire family is just studs catching fish. Uh, but I got to meet his dad at the at the check cashing ceremony down there, and he comes up and he's like, "Are you Mr. Lambert?" <laughs> I said, well, nobody's ever called me that before, but I guess I guess I could be. He's like, does my son call you that? And I was like, that's an awkward question. What is that? <laughs> Who's your son? And he's like, Ewing Minor. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, man. And, and you know, he's like, I thank y'all for taking him out on the road and making sure he's taken care of and has a place to stay and stuff. And like like we said earlier, you know, that's that's where all this, the future of all this is going. But um, he is a tiny young man. We're gonna try to beat him up a little bit in case he ever gets in a skirmish where he needs to defend himself. I, I will say I'm proud to see he has a he has a Tourney X profile pick now. He's come a long way on that end of things. And Silla pointed this out. He car tops. It's actually a PA twelve, yeah. but he car tops a pro angler on top of a Tahoe to all these tournaments. So he's at least resourceful. Yeah. Always got wheel power, man. That's he it. He does. He does. You can't tell him no. I promise. That's good. For the grand finale, Jeff, we got one prize left. One prize left. You, I'll let you tell us about it, Mr. Old Town. Yeah, you guys are – we're going to spin the wheel for an Old Town Sportsman MK, which stands for Minn Kota, Power Mad Minn Kota uh, 106. Uh, that is their – not their their spotlight version of the of the motorized kayak, but it's the drop-in motor, the MK. And I'll tell you one thing about the MK, Ryan. I don't know if you know this or not. It actually will chop through pads and, and weeds. Uh, it How does get, it do that? It's just got a different prop and motor on it. It'll it'll eat up some weeds and, and now not you know not big grass mats, but pretty good thick uh, pads and weeds. So, Old Town MK, we're gonna spin the wheel for it. Thank you, Old Town. Seriously, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, Old Town. Thank you so much for thank you, Motor Guide, all the sponsors. I mean this this is this is awesome that these were donated as raffle prizes. You know, I mean that's that speaks volumes to the support of the community and the drive. This is what gets people to participate in this stuff. A lot of people are from areas that they know they don't have 120 inches sitting out in the backyard. So for, for you guys to sign up for this and support this cause, I truly appreciate it. I really do. Thank you to the participants and the sponsors. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Roll here. that bean footage. Here we go. That bean footage. <laughs> if, it's, if it lands on me, I'm keeping it so y'all can. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Herndon. Come on down. All right, all right. There we go. How about that? That was awesome. I'm happy. I'm happy with this. This turned out really well. 
And no offense to the guys that absolutely smashed the fish, <laughs> but I'm glad y'all didn't win any of these raffle prizes. <laughs> I, was <laughs> out of stuff. I was nervous. I was like, man, if one of these dudes, if they go out and crack 125 inches and then win the boat, I'm going to feel a little bad. <laughs> no, worked, that worked yeah, out just right. Worked thanks, out just right. Thanks, everybody, for participating. Jody, as I said before, you're one of the people that I truly look up to in the sport. You know, you carry yourself like a professional all the Thank time, you, and you are the best river angler I, that I know, and I'm glad to say that. <laughs> Thanks, yes, man. Sir. I really appreciate that. I'll try to do my best. Good one. Awesome. Awesome night. Tons of fun. Appreciate everybody's support in the comments, watching tonight, and just uh, in general with the Safe GT Tournament. What an amazing couple weeks it's been. Uh, but, yeah, Mr. Jody, thank you for taking time, sir. I know you're wore out. We're going to wrap this thing up oh, and, and get out of here. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a real pleasure. I appreciate you. I'll All see right. you at Pickwick, buddy. I may now see you at Lacrosse after hearing these stories. Good, man. That's good. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. We're out of here, guys. See you all. Take care, folks.